Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Conscious Woman Rising, the Conversations podcast. I'm Deepika Delmenico and I'm the founder of Conscious Woman Rising. And today in the podcast, I wish to be speaking about something that is so obvious to me and becoming louder and louder, more and more obvious about the lopsided way, the dissected way, the fragmented way in which we as a society view whole health. There is so much emphasis on what are going what are governments going to do what are organizations going to do to manage ever emerging viruses bacteria and how we can protect the people what measures we can put in place to keep people safe what measures we can put in place to prevent people from contracting illness and and how can we inoculate people how can we make how can we put something into the body instrument that will prevent a person being vulnerable to illness by these certain contagion and it's just bizarre that I cannot honestly say I have listened to one news piece or one commentary or conversation in the mainstream about how do we build the natural immune intelligence of our people? What can we be doing to put curative education measures in place to protect our vulnerable and our young? How do we make the digestive forces for one's experience of life, of the world, more robust? How do we educate our people so that they can live eat, be in a way that makes their immune integrity, their emotional intelligence more robust to meet what is emerging in the world in these times that we live in. And it's just, it's obvious to me that this is where we have to go. This is how we have to view ourselves as as community so that we can take what has become a raging discord and disconnect and separation from the governing laws of nature, from the governing laws of nature as they live in our very bodies and being and bring these back to a place of congruence 
where this natural intelligence can rise. And this is what we need in order to be well in our experience of now and in our way forward. And this is also what we need because it's a place of connection and wholeness that actually gives us solutions not only to our individual and collective health challenges but to planetary health challenges, to those challenges that are just chronic and in absolute crisis. As we all know, I'm not preaching to the converted about this benevolent, magnificent planet that we have just inhabited and polluted with such disregard and reverence for that in which we are housed. It's extraordinary. And so what do we do? Well, we can do the things that support our own whole health in our own homes, for ourselves, for our families, for those we love which has a, you know, maybe grassroots, but very, very powerful foundational impact upon which we can then build. And this is really valuing the simplistic ways in which we live from day to day. So what does that look like? Well, it can look like this. If you live in an environment where cough, cold, flu, virus are rampant, how are you eating? Are you eating foods that are prepared with ingredients as close to nature, grew them? or as close to the way nature grew them as possible. So whole foods, in other words. And are you preparing them in such a way that time is taken, human time is taken, to prepare them slowly, slow cooking things, so that the foods themselves can be then ingested in such a way that they are deeply nourishing to the organism but they are not a burden to the systems of the body to break down, to overcome and to uptake into, sort out and uptake into a substance of nourishment, into a substance that improves digestive fire which then, of course, improves metabolic processes, which then, of course, leads to more robust integral immune function, which leads to a more robust whole body intelligence. And this is how we can eat. And so that may be that you are preparing yourself a little bit more than you already are now. 
What does that look like? If you're busy and you're going to be out all day, you don't have to stop doing what you are obligated to be doing, although you can question with how much of it is necessary, but you can get a slow cooker or you can get a, a pot and, and, and prepare food and, and put it in the oven on its lowest setting. There are so many, if you have a, a solid fuel fire and bravo, if you do, good on you, you're blessed. But if you don't, it's okay. If you do, you can put a pot on top of your wood stove, there are, there are, which is being energy efficient. There are so many ways that you can prepare your food. But slow cooked foods render them so much more easily digestible. And if you are constantly stressed, if you are encountering an environment where there is conflict and tension, where there is confusion, where there is fear, where there is aggression, where there is anything other than harmony and joy and ease and peace and quietude, then it may be that you're experiencing tension, stress on some level of your being. And what this does is it takes away the forces that are otherwise available to digest your food. And so you don't have as strong a digestion because your digestive forces are trying to make sense of your experiences. They're trying to integrate your experiences and make their own, make your experiences their own so that you have the right understanding and then you can respond to your environment with greater intelligence, with the kind of intelligence that really does keep you well. Illness is not bad. Health is not the absence of illness. When we become ill, it is an opportunity to overcome something. Now, obviously, there, we wish to overcome that which ails us. So if we have the flu, if we have a cold, if we have a chest infection, then we wish to overcome that acute illness. Yes, of course. But something else, something invisible, something more is happening in, in this picture because you are so much more than your physical and so it means that if you have become unwell, there's an opportunity to really work on your bodily organisation of the warmth distribution and organisation of all the cells, all the systems, all the organs in your body to, to bring greater understanding to them, to bring greater communication and process and flow to them, to build greater circuitry to them so that they can receive more uh, more divine intelligence really uh, to in order to to thrive in order to experience in order to be of service in order to simply be to be present so that's that's a lot of ingredients there but, but the point is slow cooked foods 
are the way to go to support you so that when you are stressed or when you are out and about in the world, whether it be in your workplace, whether it's at the local market, at the local supermarket, whether it's at, you know, um, at a sporting event or at a community event of any description, whether it's in an education institute, it may be it may be that you go for a medical appointment and you are exposed to all kinds of pathogens and energies that render you a bit more vulnerable. And even though you're going there for a solution to your to your existing problem, you might walk out with a few more. But um, let's hope not. <laughs> it's possible that. Um, all of these things mean that you are vulnerable and, and so supporting your digestion in the way that I have recommended with slow cooked foods is just a really practical, profound, solid way to remain robust and feed these foods to those you love. If you prepare extra food, Sometimes people that live on their own don't feel encouraged to prepare food because, you know, it's a lot of work for one person. If there's nobody else that you're sharing your meal with in your home, then knock on the door of a neighbour or, you know, somebody else in your community who's not feeling well may really, really appreciate that meal. And, um, and if they're not feeling well or if they do have a lot going on, the fact that it's been prepared with love, that it is offered as, as a gesture of generosity, of spirit, as a healing, a therapeutic gesture, and that it's slow cooked would be, just be so hearty and nurturing and nourishing for them. So um, I really recommend this. And if you are going out and about and you're not going to be easily accessible to simple slow cooked foods at mealtime, take a thermos with you. There are all kinds of thermoses thermos devices that are accessible to us and they're they're affordable so buy one there are thermoses that you can put hot water in to sip on hot water drinking hot water instead of cold water is a great way to keep your your vata your nervous energy the air and gas and movement in you to keep it pacified especially if you're on the go and to take soup ginger water and soup and um, and also to put stews and noodles or whatever you're cooking in in food containers like you know thermos food containers that that maintain the the warmth of the food so you know what I mean there's so many ways to do this it's simply being a little bit organized and it's checking in with yourself. What do I most need? What do I know most need right now to remain robust? And not to skip meals, to be really routine and regular in how you care for yourself. If as much effort went into being as routine and regular in how you care for yourself as is going into finding solutions and putting resources into how to keep disease away from people right now well boy oh boy it would be a whole different scenario so you can be responsible for you and one way that you can really be effective in doing this and taking care of your well 
being is to be routine and regular. So what does that look like? It's simple. It has bookends. Eat your meals at a similar time each day. That means if you're accustomed to taking lunch between 12 and 1, it doesn't really work for you to skip lunch for several days or to eat lunch at 3pm or to just grab an apple or just grab a handful of corn chips or a cracker or even a piece of toast with avocado. You know, like have a substantial meal at that time of day when the sun is at its highest. So ideally between 11am and 2pm, have a meal of substance, of nourishing, dense nutrient substance because that's when you're going to be able to utilize it the best and it's up to you to configure your day so that you can create a space to do this where you can eat uninterruptedly with focusing on nothing other than what you are doing in the act of eating yeah and it might be a challenge to move away from the desk, to move away from the screen, to move away from being in conversation with people. You might be responsible for a lot of people and organising a lot. But that makes it even more important that you take conscious pauses to do this. This is eating your food so that you can fuel yourself to continue to be resourced in service. It's important. So be regular and routine with your meals and ideally your evening meal is a lighter meal and you would also eat it um, at least two hours before and if, if you've eaten a heavier meal, um, an animal protein based meal, then leave ideally at least three hours before you would go to sleep. Now that doesn't mean eating a meal at nine o'clock at night and not going to bed until midnight. No, rather it means if you cannot eat a heavier meal like that at 6pm, 6.30pm, for example, then have something lighter to eat so that you do digest it more easily and you're not going to sleep with a full gut. So eating meals at regular times. And then the other key to routine and regularity is the time that you go to bed and the time that you get up. And that means as a human being, you are governed by laws of nature. There are certain circadian rhythms. There are processes that go on in within you every single day of your living life. And what does that look like? Well, there are digestive phases and a digestive phase really kicks in at about 9 o'clock at night. From 10pm to 2am, you are in a really heightened phase of digestion. And if you want your body to work well for you, if you want your body to be well so that you're not so vulnerable to illness, and if you do become ill, that you're able to move through it and convalesce and recover efficiently, optimally, effectively, quickly, then you allow your digestive processes to do their job without getting in the way. And that means go to bed, go to sleep. When you're asleep, all of your digestive organs can sort, filter, digest, make sense of, do everything that they do as such organs of intelligence, such systems of supreme intelligence so that you can live, but they need you to be asleep. 
because they can do their job but not nearly as efficiently when you're awake. So unless you're working night shift or unless there's a particular social occasion um, that you're called to, it is really wise, it is very discerning to be asleep by 10.30 at night. To go to bed even earlier, you'll get a second wind and become stimulated at about 9pm and it's very possible that this is you and this is how you've been living and instead of going to bed, you start to do things, you start to engage in activities and get a lot of work done. But I encourage you, try it on for at least seven days. Try it on, going to bed at about 10 o'clock, you can read a little, but ideally not on screens. And be asleep, lights out, or lights out, 10.30 to go to sleep. And then getting up at a similar time each day is also great hygiene for well-being. It is great hygiene for good health. So it is whole hygiene, wholeness hygiene. And that's because your body then establishes a rhythm. And it becomes, you know, rhythmical. And this is what keeps the right kind of warmth and wellness and intelligence in your, in your being. This is what gives spark to your fire. This is what gives oomph, ojas, mojo. This is what, this is what keeps your motor running really consistently, honestly. And so getting up at a similar time each morning, sure, if you've had a late night for whatever reason, or if it's a weekend, you know, you can sleep in a little later. But um, getting up all over the place and, and, and not getting up just because you don't have to doesn't necessarily serve you well. If you're really fatigued and you need good sleep, then yes, get the amount of sleep you need. But in terms of establishing a routine and a regular rhythm that holds you in whole health then so that you can live in these times and you can weather these times and you can thrive in these times that we live in then you are being you know invited to get to sleep by a particular time and by and, and that time ideally um, when your digestion kicks in and to get up at a particular time each day so these are you know these are the bookends yeah and these are the things that you can be doing for yourself so that you don't buy into lock stock and barrel that the only solution for wellness is to put preventative measures in place and more and more rules and regulations about how we live that keep us safe from what is emerging in these times. You are invited to take care of your own health because at the end of the day, no organisation and no government is responsible and accountable to do this for you. At the end of the day, the buck stops with you. You've got to do it for yourself. And then you'll be solid and established in yourself that you can become an advocate for what is real and true to you. And you can advocate for, for change of all kinds 
um, you know, whatever that is that lights you up. But, um, but it's being really responsible for your own well-being. Okay, so I really hope that this has been of benefit to you and of interest to you and, and, and I share this so that you can try it on. Try it on because this is the wisdom of the ancients. This is the wisdom of the ancients that discovered the ways to be well by observing nature and living close to nature. And this is where we have really gone astray, where we've become denatured in our living. So it's simple, it's practical, it's quite profound. So to your bright, strong, warm digestion and to your incredible resilience and well-being, I, I wish you all things great and uh, and I encourage you to you know to listen to these conversations regularly to the podcast Conscious Women Rising Conversations podcast share it with people subscribe to it and some of the conversations are available on YouTube so you can check that out too. Namaskar. <laughs>